my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Episode 51 starts now. Play hard, but most importantly, have fun. And if you win and you beat your best friend, rub it in his face. Right, dog? Oh, man, stop it. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. This is episode 51, and a victorious day of splendor for me as I celebrate my victory over Dog, because you knew I was going to beat him. Dog is here. And his... You sound so excited. Oh, I'm ex- oh, I'm ecstatic. It's been two years, Dog. I've been chasing you down for two years, and you had to take an L from me and the Kamara virus squad. How are you feeling? How are you coping? How are you recovering from such a well, loss? It was a it was a pretty hard loss, because I don't like losing to you, first of all. And... Uh, <laughs> Second of all, I'm in a tight situation because, you know, I'm four and five now. Yeah. So, uh, but, hey, you know, you got to take it in stride and, and the season's not over. You just got to, I just got to still fight. That's all. So, it's all about Sunday, you know, to, you know, let's get back on the field. Let's do it. Yeah, that's it. And the thing is, we were talking before the show, you're at a point, obviously, at four and five where now, you know, our trade deadline passed. You're looking at stuff. But you're making every move with the thought that you have to win this week, which is far different than somebody, you know, like me at seven and two, where I don't have to win every week. Essentially, I'm in the playoffs, but you just manage differently at this point of the year. We've been telling people this all year Um, based on your record. And now, especially as it gets to the nitty gritty, you can't make a decision that would cost you a win this week to to maybe do something for the playoffs. You got to win every week. And, and, And how are you coping with that dog? Well, you know, I'm used to being in this position. Yeah. Because you know, last year I had a I had a couple of ties, so uh, you know that kind of really helped me out because they weren't losses. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm thinking I have to win out. You know, it's it'll be pretty hard if I lose another game to uh, get into that sixth spot. See, once I'm in the sixth spot, and you know, whoever has to face me in the playoffs, they kind of get nervous. I, I I know they get nervous because that's where I shine. He's done it before, folks, and it's it's, it's no bullshit. He's 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 been at the bottom and gotten right to the top before Drake even wrote the song. Right? He was doing it right. before Drake. So exactly. Anyway, reflecting on our game in particular, one really thorn in your side from that game is Le'Veon Bell. How many points did Le'Veon Bell get for you? Um, Le'Veon Bell had one point, and um, you know what's so crazy about that it's like i'm not gonna drop them yeah it's like because i feel that you know my intuition and my football intuition is telling me that he's going to get into a flow of that offense somehow Mm -hmm. you know that he has a bye this week and um but i think you know hey once he gets that playbook he's going to be the cash cow for that offense yeah well that's where we differ because i i would say this Right now, at four and five, you, like we said, you got to win every week. This guy is taking up a spot on your roster with no defined role. We don't know if he's going to get three carries next week, 15, 20, none. We don't know. And it's too much uncertainty, at least on my perspective, to have him take up any sort of valuable role on your roster. Do you drop him necessarily? I wouldn't be mad if you did. I could understand if you need the bench spot. It is, you know, playoff hunting season or whatever. Um, but definitely 
he's not in my starting lineup if I'm you. He's maybe dropped. Le'Veon, I, I can't even believe I'm saying it, but I would not have a problem dropping Le'Veon Bell based on everything. You're waiting for too much. You're waiting for Hilaire to get hurt or for him to catch on the offense. Meanwhile, your team is sputtering. That's where I am on him. Um, talking about other backs, and you know, we'll get into injuries in a minute, but the biggest injury this whole fantasy year has been Christian McCaffrey out multiple weeks earlier this year, um, bounced back one game, got hurt again, got a banged up shoulder, out again. Um, going forward, we're going to look forward to 2021's draft. Are you taking Christian McCaffrey now? Are you are you a little skeptical as you make that move for him next year, dog? Well, I would take him. Just look what uh, De- uh, Devin Cook is doing. Yeah. You know, he was injury prone in a, a few years, but Christian McCaffrey's been, you know, like he's been a pretty, you know, tough back. You know, he just uh, had some setbacks this year, but he's too involved in our offense not to take him. Yeah. You know, he's a three down back and, um, and he proved to um, run between the tackles. Mm-hmm. Usually I thought he was a scat back, a third down back, you know, running outside the tackles, but he's proven to where he can run inside the tackles also. So no, you don't, uh, Beer away from him next year. You just go ahead and uh, you still draft him. I think he's still a, a top five back. Yeah, I'm skeptical because that bo- you know he survived the first three years and done some great things, obviously. But that little body, and I'm not talking about he's. I mean, he's cut. Obviously, he's an athletic guy, but he's a, a smaller guy. I think that him getting injured two times this year begins a pattern unfortunately. And I hope I'm wrong. I want him to play every game, but it's a combination of things. It's him, the amount of carries, him running through the tackles, like you said, with sort of the smaller stature running back that he is. I maybe have a red flag. And you mentioned Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook having a great year, but also missed time this year once again. So people tell you, oh, no, there's no such thing as being injury prone. Yes, it is. People get injured more. Some people get injured more than others. And that is Dalvin Cook. And I'm going to go ahead and predict. Stay focused. Stay alert on Christmas Christian McCaffrey next year. Because I'm going to be watching to see if this is an injury-prone situation with him. Um, moving right along. Getting injuries. We're talking injuries. Um, eh, does anyone care that David Montgomery's hurt? I mean, this minimal kind of thing. There's going to be... Ryan Nog, Cordell Patterson, they're going to split backfield work. No real value there, dog. Do you see anything to be uh, ecstatic about there, an opportunity in that Chicago Bears, that awful Chicago Bears offense? Yeah, it's just something with that system. Uh, I don't think Montgomery pitched too well in that system. He's still a good back, you know, but, uh, um, you know, he, he needs to go to another team, I think, to prosper, man, you know. So I don't think it's going to happen as long as, uh, who's that man, Nagy there? Yeah, and Nagy, you know, breaking news. Nagy has decided to hand over play calling uh, responsibilities to, his, I guess, his offensive coordinator. I think his name is Glazer, last name. I don't know, I've heard him before, but I can't remember his first name. But he just knows his job is on the line, so he's like, fuck it. Yeah, he's trying to make a change to cover his ass, basically. So we'll see what happens with that. Maybe, you know, maybe the Bears 
you know, uh, uh, wake up and start scoring some points. But I wouldn't bet on it. Um, Preston Williams, another one of these guys who I think is starting to get this injury-prone tag. Injured last year, banged up again, missing time this year. Um, Not a huge deal because I think Devontae Parker gets most of the looks in that offense. Um, uh, What do you think about Preston Williams? Um, Well, I think Preston Williams – he, he'll be all right. You know, like he, he, he is the number two uh, receiver in that offense. Uh, Devonte Parker is the number one, but um, I would just, just leave him out your lineup. First of all, and um, just move on from him. And I mean, if you can drop him and pick up another uh, wide receiver, it depends on your record. Also, like if you have a four and five record like me, you'll definitely drop him. But if you had a seven and two record, you hold on to him a little bit and uh, see what happens. See how he comes out this injury. Yeah, so you kind of you know it, it, it. This stage of the season, it depends on your record, and you know a lot depends on what you're trying to do and what you're trying to you know achieve. Yeah, um, looks like Joe Mixon's out again. Obviously, Giovanni Bernard is the guy there. He's you know at this point picked up in every league. I'm supposing he's played the last two games. And I think he's been at about 20 fantasy points for both games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, nothing new there. Uh, Miles Sanders comes back for the Eagles. Um, that's a relief for them. He's been out a little bit, and he looks like he'll be playing. Um, and we're, we're going to get into some more questions about guys like Miles Sanders and also guys like Nick Chubb, who are waiting to hear if he's going to come back. Uh, this week in play after a prolonged absence. Kareem Hunt's been filling in for him in the meantime. Um, we're going to get some start and sits involving both of those pa- players coming up. Um, getting right into week 10, our bye weeks. Atlanta, Dallas, Kansas City, and the Jets. Keep those guys out of your lineup. Um, you know, continuing on week 10 and all this other good stuff. We'll get into our ad suggestions. Dog, who are you adding this week? Well, this week, um, I'm trying to go out there and get my main man. I'm I'm gonna try to add James White Uh-oh. because it's 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 that time. It's like uh New England's in the situation. Cam Newton's gonna start checking down a lot and running the football. Um they have to give it to some uh, reliable uh receivers and um James White is one of the most reliable backs out the backfield. And um, other than that, man, I'm, you know, hey, if you're in need for a quarterback, I'm gonna add a Teddy Bridgewater. Uh oh. Um, and and find a defense, find a defense in the matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, any defense that's available in your league that has a favorable matchup, go ahead and um, add those. Yeah. Obviously, I think the ad of the week in light of David Johnson's injury, which we didn't mention, but looks to be doubtful because of a concussion, is Duke Johnson. Um, played a lot last week. Uh, expected to get, you know, I don't know if he'll get 100% of the carries like I, I'm told he got this past week, but he's the guy. Um, playing Cleveland. Um, Cleveland's not a world beater, folks, defensively. Duke, I'm looking for him to have a, a very good game. Uh, it, if if only for just this week, but he's a perfect guy if you need uh, a running back in the pinch for week 10. Also, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard's a little banged up, got a little toe thing going on, and he's steadily back banged up. So I'm always cautious when I pick up guys like this. But again, we're dealing with bye weeks. We're dealing with injuries. 
you may have a roster spot that you need to fill, a starting roster spot this week. And Sterling Shepard quickly kind of sort of uh, cementing himself as the the number one guy again in New York. The only thing that's really kept him down has been the injuries. Um, yeah, and I think uh, Golden Tate is out. He's yeah, gonna be out. And, and that that only you know, adds gonna, to Sterling's value. Targets, yeah. Know? So uh, Sterling Shepard is definitely uh, that's a good ad. I agree, and and I thank you for that, dog. I thank you. Um, rising star of the week, dog. Who is rising into the heavens? Who is your rising star? You know what? And I'm not going to start him this week, but if you guys have him in your lineup, Curtis Samuel, he's been playing uh, yes. exceptional, you know, uh, and now especially that McCaffrey's out. Um, you know, Curtis Samuel's all around, man. He, he lines up in the backfield. Um, Teddy Bridgewater feels comfortable with him, and um, he gets in the box. He's been in the box, like, the past three weeks. So, and he gets a lot of targets. So, uh I would say, you know, he's one of my rising stars of the week. And also Evan Ingram. Mm. Um, Evan Ingram starting to get targets. He's starting to come around. And um, so I have two rising stars of the week. So Evan Ingram and, um, you know, uh, Curtis Samuel. Got it. No, both solid plays by Dog. My rising star, Keenan Allen, L.A. Chargers. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, folks. It's going to be very tough to keep this guy under 20 points a week just by the way that Herbert's finding him. Herbert has established relationship with him early on, and it's evident in his play this year. Uh, at the end of this season, dog, I want another bold statement. You know, people talk about the elite wide receivers. They talk about D-Hop and Devontae Adams and Julio Jones. End of this season, Keenan Allen is in that top, that top four or five without question. And maybe leapfrogs Julio Jones or somebody like that. He, he you know, he got a little, a little. Uh, he had his panties in a bunch this past off season when he wasn't feeling that he was getting the credit he deserved. And right now, he's saying it with his chest, folks. He's out there balling every week. Only had one game. I think it was one game under under double digits this whole year, and has benefited from Herbert's emergence as the man in, in Los Angeles. Almost said San Diego in Los Angeles. Um, drops, dog, who you dropping? Who you letting go? Man, if you have uh, Mark Ingram, you got to let him go. Because um, he's playing like some shit. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, you know, maybe Sammy Watkins also. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Sammy might be Watkins, time for Sammy. Uh, you know, even though he's on a bye, he stays hurt. He's injury prone. And um, you might have to let him go also, man. And, uh and Goskowski, man, if you have Goskowski, he's missing too many field goals. Ah. Jesus. Time is Jesus. catching up with Goskowski. Yeah, it's just like, it's so terrible. You know, like, man. So those are the three. Yeah. I got two. Uh, you can drop Gus Edwards. Um, looks like J.K. Dobbins is going to, you know, it makes sense. He's their young guy. They're excited about him. They're He's out snapping Gus Edwards significantly. Um, only a matter of time, I feel, before he takes over that backfield, especially, like Dog said, with Ingram out. DJ Dallas, also, time to let him go. Uh, or maybe not. <laughs> News is in that Carson and Hyde are sort of iffy. That's one. I'm going to pump the brakes on that. I'd put that out there. I'm going to pull that one back because you got to wait to see what Carson was happening with Carson and also Carlos Hyde 
um, in that Seattle backfield. Uh, disappointment of the week, dog. Who do you got? Oh, man. It has to be my main man, Le'Veon Bell. And I hate to put my boy D-Hop on there. Uh, six points. Um, that's a really low performance from him. And, um, you know, it's it, it, it's just shows you that, like, he's the number one receiver. And then a lot of teams rather hold him and get a pass appearance called instead of giving him the big play. Yeah. You know, which is kind of smart. Smart, smart you know? defense. You yeah, know, last week. Defense, but, uh, hey, man, he was a disappointment this week for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so. And, and Le'Veon, of course. Yeah. Only getting one point. That was terrible. Yeah. I'm going to stick with what you said with Le'Veon. And I'm not going to go over to it because, you you know, I don't want to hurt yeah. your feelings. It was a, It's a sore spot for you. Oh, my God. It was awful. It's absolutely terrible. Um, sneaky play of the week. Who are you creeping with, dog? Man, my sneaky play of the week is going to be Antonio Brown. Okay. Um, Coming back. Know, I think, yeah, I think Antonio Brown's going to um, start, you know, getting in the flow of things, man. And, uh, you know, hey, you got to slide him in there, man. You got Antonio Brown in your lineup. Who's going to bench him? Exactly. You have to be a fool. You know, especially Brady's kind of like coming off a of bad performance. And um, he's going to look for somebody that makes him look good. Yeah. So who else in the league is like, to me, Antonio Brown's still one of the best receivers in the league, and he doesn't even have the numbers this year. But he can take a slant to the house in a heartbeat. Always. So, you know, hey, you know, he's he's dangerous. He's he, As long as he's on the field, I think he's going to be my sneaky play of the week this week. Very well. I got a kicker as a sneaky play. Jason Sanders, the kicker for the Miami Dolphins. You know, Jason Sanders has not missed a field goal all year. He's 12 of 12, has made four 50-yard field goals. And nobody's wow. talking about him. So yeah. I went and picked him up. I think you should, too. I think he's the sneaky play of the week because the Dolphins, you know, still working on getting that Tua thing straightened out, maybe not scoring a bunch of touchdowns against the Chargers this week. Maybe Jason Sanders gets a few moments to come in and get me some points, and he should be able to get you some points, too. Where we were right last week, dog. Tell us of your genius accomplishments in week nine. Well, man, I mean, I was right with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. You know, and Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, hey, that's why I was right. Um, Other than that, man, I wasn't right too much. (laughs) So as long as you have those two guys in your lineup, and I have them both, um, and I'm blessed to have them both, and – Got to play him. That's why I was right. You know, just playing those guys. Yeah. No, I had just basically a, a very good week. I mean, I'm, I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to go oh, ahead and do Jesus it. Um, Jacoby Myers. I told you guys go out and get him. 28 points versus the Jets. Was that a Monday night game in New England? Yes, it was. Yeah. On Monday night football, it, it looks like this is going to be an ongoing thing. Yes, he has a tough matchup against Baltimore this week. Maybe that means the Patriots are behind and Cam looks for him even more. They had a rhythm unlike any other. 28 points. I say he's he's good for another double-figure game. Definitely a tougher haul against the, the Ravens. But Jacoby Myers, I was right there. Gus Edwards, nothing spectacular. Just another 10 points and a touchdown. And, you know, at this point in the season, you need 10 points. So Gus Edwards, I was right on. Um, also, DJ Dallas, 11 points, another touchdown there. Uh, you could 
you know, like I, like I said before, keep your eye on that Carson Hyde situation to determine if you need to drop DJ or you start him another week. Another week. Um, where we were wrong, dog. Do you have a list? I mean, is there enough paper on where you were wrong last week? I mean, I, you know, it has. I don't want to harp on Le'Veon Bell. Ugh. You know, but I have to. Oh God, know, here uh, comes it's the sermon. Yeah, I was wrong with Le'Veon Bell then. You know, uh, Jackson from the Chargers, you know, hey, you know, you can't, like, predict injuries. You know, uh, I don't want to really throw people up under the bus when they get hurt in the first series of the game. Yeah. You know, that's, like, unexpected, you know, unexpected. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I just that's, – that's basically where I was wrong, man. You know, and, and playing the Tennessee defense, thinking they could shut down David Rivers – I mean, uh, Phillip Rivers at home. You know, um, that, that, that was terrible. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I was wrong by telling you guys to go out and get that Washington football team defense. Only five points versus the lowly New York Jets. Um, the Giants, I'm sorry, the New York Giants. Giants looked respectable last week. You know, Danny Dimes was kind of getting his feel on, trying to, you know, they got a win. They were looking good. Washington's defense did not really deliver. So I will take the L on that. We'll be back with more of my Big Black Fantasy Podcast after these words. You know, fantasy season is upon us. Everybody's excited. But you know who gets left out in all the fantasy? The, you know, the wives. The wives get left out. The girlfriends, you know, you, you, you're messing around with your fantasy. You're on your phone checking your players. You're, yeah. you're wheeling, you're dealing, all that other stuff. Do you know how to make sure your fantasy season ends up being a fantasy for her? How? You gotta go to Touch of Romance, man. You gotta oh, go to Touch yeah. of Romance. That's a great place. Go pick up some toys. It's yeah. the best you can do in adult entertainment. You get your toy, you got cock rings, you got Doc Johnson's fuck machine, which Damn is called right. the, Yeah. It's called the Power Banger. Yeah. And it delivers superior power and endless deep pleasure. It's 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 unmatched. I'm gonna it, tell you what you do, man. What do you do? Early in the morning when you're watching the fantasy show. Do it. You know, check on your injuries and everything early. Mess with her in the morning, and then right after the uh, late game, mess with her again before the uh, the five o'clock game comes on. Exactly. Touch of romance. Get the products. Touch of romance makes that all available. Right. You can find them by going to loverspackage.com. Remember, you get thirty five percent off purchases over one hundred twenty five dollars. And also, do you know what else they do, doggy? What they give you classes if you're in the L A area. No shit. Yes, they do. You can go and see the Restraints and Ropes Workshop, where they're talking about bondage. That's what they're talking about, dog. Oh, my goodness. They have workshops on bondage. They have workshops. That sounds fun. On squirting. Wow. It's all true. So go ahead. Check out your people at Touch of Romance, loverspackage.com to find out more information for all of your adult entertainment needs. Yeah, make time for your wife. Um, Starting sitting. These are questions we get from Twitter, and people, you know, come to us because they don't know who to put in their lineup, and we are here to help. That's what we do, right, dog? That's what we do. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? So, so let's do it. Let's do it. So, dog, I'm going to pose the question to you. Start or sit Justin Jefferson at Chicago or Tyler Boyd at the Pittsburgh Steelers? Who you starting? Who you sitting? I'm Take I got to go with the bigger name. I got to start Tyler Boyd. Yeah, you know uh, Burrow's uh, you know playing pretty decent, and um, hey, I think they have something to prove. They're going on the road, and you know they're coming together. Even though their record doesn't show it, 
But, you know, hey, you know, they have a lot of talent on that team and they're building around uh, Burrow. And I think Boyd, you know, he's the number one receiver. That's right. So I'm I'm a a star boy, man. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. He's going to get the targets. He's going to get the targets. Yeah, I'm going to do the same for the reasons you mentioned. Number one receiver, going to get the targets. Uh, Justin Jefferson has had a breakout year so far, folks, and that's great. But he's still competing with Adam Thielen for touches. And you know, if the game's on the line, they're looking for Thielen probably more than they're looking for Jefferson. Like I said, he sparkled. Tyler Boyd in this start and sit proposition is probably your better play. Um, This is a flex position here where someone is asking, Chase Edmonds versus the Buffalo Bills or Miles Sanders versus the Giants or third one, Cooper Cup versus the Seattle Seahawks. Dog, who are you, who are you starting in that position? Um, I would probably go with Cooper Cup. Really? Yeah. You know, I, I, I would go with Cooper Cup. Uh, just to the simple fact, Buffalo's tough, man. Buffalo's not giving up uh, too much on the ground. Yeah. You know, so um, I, I would just go ahead and go with uh, Cooper Cup, man. He's, you know, mm. you know, he's proven. Yeah. This is where we get into preferences. And I like to have a running back in my flex. I just always do. Just feel more comfortable with it because they score in multiple ways. They run with the ball. They catch the ball. What have you. Um, This is a close one. I'm going to give the edge to Miles Sanders over Chase Edmonds. Yeah, I know. Miles is first game back. Some people get a little nervous and jittery about starting a player first game back. You don't know if he's going to get an injury to flare up or if the team eases him back in. Unless you get word that they are slowly bringing him back into action. I think he's the best play just based on the matchups. You're playing the New York Giants. Chase Edmonds is playing a playoff team with Buffalo. Like I said, I always lean toward the running back. So Cooper Cup maybe it doesn't isn't on my radar in this scenario. So in this scenario, if you're listening out there, whoever sent this to us, Miles Sanders is the guy for me. Um last one, dog. Starter sit Nick Chubb who may or may not be injured, as we mentioned, or DJ Moore versus the Rams? Well, I would probably go with DJ Moore yeah. because I think Nick Chubb is on the IR. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's just, you know, hey, at least you want to get at least five points instead of zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, you know, like you. If he's hurt, obviously, you're not playing him. If he plays... It's 100% Nick Chubb. He's an every week starter without even looking. Even with Kareem Hunt, you start him. If you if you have Nick Chubb, more than likely you drafted him, and this is why you drafted him, so you could play him. Nick Chubb would be the, the pick here. If he's hurt, I would say this. D, there's a receivers out there, I think, still, that are better than the DJ Moore. Uh, Sterling Shepard, for instance, might be worth a better gamble than DJ Moore. Or if you were lucky enough to do what I told you to do last week and pick up Jacoby Myers, guys like that. So yeah. if you if you are in this situation, DJ Moore, and and again, it depends on what league you're in. If you're a 14-team league, I get it. You're thin. DJ Moore probably makes sense. We play a 12-team. At a 12-team league, there's someone better out there, I can guarantee you, than DJ Moore. All right. Well, we got through that pretty quick and very efficiently there, dog. We were running a two-minute offense. Just me and you man. just hitting. I was hitting you on the we're slants. We're trying to give it to everybody, man. We were a little late this week. So. That's right. But you see, what we did, we, we sweetened the show up because for the first time we added the start and sits 
since we came a little late. So we're giving you a little extra. Hope you do enjoy it. Um, you know, dog, do you have anything to say as you try to bounce back from a humiliating defeat to me last week? It wasn't that humiliating, <laughs> but um, you know, just stick with it, man. And um, I, you know, it is what it is. You know, if you slide into the playoffs or be a spoiler, still play your best players. And um, hey, you know, if I don't make the playoffs, I just want to spoil somebody. I'm going to beat somebody, and knock them off. That's, that's it. That's the spirit to have. That's um, what it's all about. Yeah, keep playing. That's keep it. Playing hard. Don't give up. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, what I would say going into week 10, stay active on that waiver wire. Stay alert. Uh, you never know what kind of candy you'll find lurking that someone else either discarded or wasn't paying attention to. So stay alive on that waiver wire. Uh, go out for week 10. Get that win. Um, if you want to reach us, we're at B underscore MBBFP at My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. At, and that's on Twitter. And, uh, you know, enjoy week 10. Play hard, but most importantly, have fun. And if you win and you beat your best friend, rub it in his face. Right, dog? Yeah, man, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see y'all next week. That's all fun fun and fun fun part about it. That's right. Exactly. All right, we'll see y'all folks next week. Good luck. Go get that win. All right, peace out.